Greetings, saints, in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Pastor Pulenzala from Mamelodi International Assemblies of God. On this beautiful Sunday morning, as I'm greeting you, I just want to say this morning, the 14th of June, is not just a beautiful day. It's a very, very special day, very special because our father, Bishop C.S. Ntuli, is turning 80 years old today. Can you clap hands for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Baba me, right there in your bedroom, Abantabako, Bamenawe, to say happy, happy birthday. May the Lord bless you and keep you strong. May He stretch His hand upon you and continue to show you great things in your life. Kotwa tina, singa bantwa nabako, siyazi mfundisi, gutigune kulo, olitanda yo, oti nangumtogozisi. Kotwa bifosil kula, singa bantwa nabako, sitkwelela, siti happy birthday. Kelugu kulegela babumfundisi ngelanga leli elikulu. Let us pray. Loving Heavenly Father, we bow down before your throne even this morning. Our hearts are filled with thanks and praise because of your love, your mercy, your grace, your faithfulness. Siba and Truly, we have seen you. We've seen your hand in Jesus' mighty name. I bring him before your throne of grace one more time. And I'm pleading with you, my God, that you strengthen him in the name of Jesus. Increase his days on earth. Mudimuaka, we still look upon you to touch him and heal him completely in Jesus' mighty name. On this special day, as we wish him well, Father, increase his days. May he see your goodness in the land of the living in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for everything you have done through him in our lives, in the life of the community, and in the nation. And we believe that he's still alive and you are to continue working in him and working through him. Continue to anoint him, my Lord. Give him more time to speak your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Greeting saints in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. From Mums Radio. And Miak Online Radio. Pastor Pulenzala. From Mamelodi IAG. Please take your Bible, take your seat in your home, at your workplace, in your car. 
Let's come one more time and feast on the word of the Lord. You see, a Christian journey is never an easy journey on a highway. But we know that we are not alone in this journey. We spoke about believing God last week. You see, sometimes God allows you to go through storms. And I hear this morning to say to you, that storm has a purpose. We are reading the word of God. Acts chapter 27. 27. We are only going to read verse 20, verse 20 to 26. When you are in your home, please read from chapter 26 to chapter 28. Rajia machachia manchi risaboni lichaji rubadina ledi. Lidimu lona lelegare legakechi. Raba raikoboga. Yare reufitile nako yetelele usalewe. Paulo si aema mogare gabona are. Vanna. Gale kabe Lile la ntieleja, la sikuri kwa greta. Rikabe risira sinyerelwa, uba raloba kamu kwao. Fela biyale kiyale kupela. Kiri, tiyang mata. Kakuli otehi warena yota uwa. Kili sula watlefela leritagu liloba. Ubani vushiru kileji kitlejwi kimurungwa wa mudimu. Yena mudimu yo kiliruwa gawe. Yo kimurapela agu. Mi aregunna. Paulos. Usike waboifa. Uswaneji huyo ema pili rak esare. Gumi mudimu kabutu bia gawe mwena utapulusha bote baba sipila guluena alisila watili. Kaona banna tiang mata. Gapena kisepile mudimu gure kutababialo kare kibudiche. Fela ritafefe ulelwa sisheka shake ngisesi mwenyana. Irile bushiru bia lisume limicho yemine. I've got it in NIV and it reads thus. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. After the men had gone a long time without food, 
Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then we would have spared yourselves this damage and the loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So I keep up. Oh, so keep up your courage. Men, have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground in some island. Will you please pray? Ekalenguenzela <laughs> Baba weshulengwe nineteen city ocho over to go mele, to go lambele. Baba weshulengwe, labanya banemi buto, ngulungulashulengwele penfula. Baba ngamanta ako, baba eka meliga chesu. Siabanga baba weshulengwele silalele kuluma. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. That amen. storm. Lesifungu fung. Has a purpose. Let's give you a brief background. You remember in Jerusalem when Jesus arose from the dead. The Bible tells us that the priests of the temple paid the guards of the tomb. To say the disciples stole the body of Jesus. Now, when Paul preaches about Jesus, who's alive, the Sanhedrin, the priests will take offense. Because they will say it's blasphemy. Now, Paul. Stood before the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin. And as they were asking him, the Bible says a violent dispute arose between the Sadducees and the Pharisees. The commander was then afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by those men who were fighting. So he took them into the barracks. Remember, in chapter 23 of the same book of Acts, when Paul was going through challenges and God was encouraging him, God said, take courage. 
As you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. As Paul was kept in the barracks, the very same night, there were 40 Jewish men who went into a fast and vowed that they will never eat until they killed Paul. You know the providence of God made sure that the son of Paul's sister overhears this discussion and tells Paul when he tells Paul in the barracks Paul sends this son to notify the commander when the commander hears look at the providence of God the commander immediately at night when everybody is sleeping the commander takes 200 soldiers 70 horsemen 200 spearmen and uses them to transfer Paul from Jerusalem to Caesar. I can imagine how Paul was feeling as a servant of God. So much honor. So much protection. You see, on your journey with God, there will be times where you feel pampered and protected but it doesn't mean you won't go through the storm Paul got safely to Caesarea he appeared before Felix when his preaching was to convict Felix he left and kept Paul in prison for two years a time came when Festus Took after Felix. And now, he brought Paul, questioned him, also got King Agrippa, questioned Paul. They both said, this man doesn't qualify to be killed. But the provision of God made sure that before they make the decision, Paul himself would make an appeal to appear before Caesar in Rome. Now where we read, they have left Caesar. They are on their way. They left Caesarea. It's a place. They are on their way to Rome. Before they left, the Bible says, Paul warned them because Paul was a man of prayer that it is too late 
Let us not sail. We will meet with storms. Divine providence provided a very soft southerly wind that looked like it was going to push the ship in the direction where they were going. But once they left, my Bible tells me there was a strong and northeasterly wind that came violently against the ship. Now it drove them to the middle of the sea. And the Bible says there was neither sun nor star that appeared for many days. But the storm was raging because the storm had a purpose. You see, you will wonder why they talk about the sun and the star not showing for many days. I want to say in the day of Paul, they did not have a compass for the sheep. They would look at the star, they would look at the sun, and in that way, they would know where they were going. Now they didn't know where they are, they didn't know where their destination is. There was no sun. There was no star. But there was a violent storm that was beating the ship where they were because that storm had a purpose. Then the Bible says, They came to a place where the Bible says they gave up hope of being saved. They gave up hope of being saved. You see, when God had spoken in your life, when the journey has started, there are things that may happen. Some things are vehicles that God will use to take you to where God is leading you. I am saying that storm had a purpose. You see, when you gave up hope, you give up the expectation that all will be right. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. In your home, in your car, on your sofa, you who have tuned into the radio, you who are watching through Facebook, listen to me. From time to time, circumstances will develop around you which seem contrary to what God has said. 
When God said, as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify in Rome. But the storm came battering the sheep to see direction. But God was in control. You see the circumstances that happen around you sometimes may lead you to think that it's impossible for what God has said to happen. Sometimes you may start to doubt if it was really God spoke, if it was really the right voice that you had, can I say to you, yes, usually there are four voices. Can I talk to you? When you hear a voice, there's usually four voices. You see, there's a voice of God. There's a voice of the enemy. There's a voice of the people. And there's your own voice. And when circumstances around you change, you might be led to believe maybe the voice you had is not the voice of God. I'm here to tell you this morning that the storm has a purpose. And because the storm has a purpose, I want to assure you, you had the right voice. Yes, it's the voice of God. The circumstances will not change what God has spoken. Yeah. yeah. Don't lose your confidence. Don't lose your hope. But learn from Paul. Look at what Paul did. When the storm was fierce, they didn't know where they are. They couldn't see where they are going. They were fearing for their life. Paul abstained from food and went to pray. I want to talk to you. My brother, I want to talk to you. My sister, I want to talk to you. My child. You see, when God has spoken and you come through a situation where your natural eye cannot see, go into prayer. Because you see, as Christians, we have two identities. You have an identity, I call it a natural identity. When we see you, we can touch you. But you have a second identity, a spiritual identity that none of us can see. And when that time comes, when you go to God in prayer, you are changing your gear. You go into your spiritual your spiritual self because you need to tap from God from here where to it's only God who can tell you because it is God who is in control now Paul comes back to them and because he's been in prayer he has heard God Listen to me. From time to time. 
in your voyage, you will require to live everything at times and seek the face of God. Because the way God does things is usually contrary to how your natural mind sees it. You see, Paul Paul didn't want them to sail when there was a storm. But God wanted to, them to sail in the storm. Because God was going to use the storm to lead Paul to a detour. To lead him to a detour. Yeah. Amen. You see, from time to time, the road you are used to, the road you need to work on, have a workmen ahead. They create a road you've never walked on, and it's called a detour. And I'm here this morning to tell you that every detour will lead you back to the main road. You need to see God, and God will direct. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Why was this storm violent against the sheep? It's because there were people in an island called Malta. Malta. In the island of Malta, there was a sick man that God wanted to heal and God wanted to use Paul. There was a sick community that God wanted to heal and God chose to use Paul. And God used the storm as a vehicle to lead Paul. To Malta. Without the storm, Malta was not where Paul would go. Because their aim was to sail next to the shore to Rome. I say that storm. I say that storm has a purpose. God, who controls seasons, is a God who controls storms. And when you go through your storm, never forget that God is still in control. Yeah. We have an affirmation that the people in the boat need to see God in Malta before they see the work of God in Rome. You know, God's, God doesn't change. His love will never change. He remains on a mission to heal, to save, and to deliver. Now he will cause you to have a detour with the people in your ship. Remember, he said he'll protect you with all the people in the ship.
Yeah. Uh. What you've been through <laughs> and what you are going through will never affect the purpose of God upon your life. Every storm you face is part of your journey and it's part of your purpose. It can never be a hindrance. It can only be a vehicle originating from heaven to take you to your next assignment. You see, when God speaks, he deliberately excludes Malta. He speaks about Rome, but he will make sure you arrive in Malta. God will support you through it all. His angel showed up in Paul's situation and God will show up in your situation. Don't lose courage. Don't lose hope. God is with you. God cares. It is God's assignment. And he will fulfill it. Through you. Maybe you may not know where you are right now. Like Paul at the time of the storm. Maybe you may not see the way forward from where you are right now. But because God knows, because God sees, because God is with you, and God is in control, listen to me this morning. Take courage. Because that storm has a purpose with your name on it. That storm is there simply because you are God's delivery van. You are with the things from heaven. So the storm will make sure you pack temporarily by Malta. So that you can offload the signs that follow them that believe. It is God's choice. It's not our choice. It is our assignment. God will make sure we get there. He will make sure we, con we conclude it. Let us close. Paul says to them, have faith in God that it will happen just as God has told you. Listen to me. I don't know where you are in your storm. Some of you are about to enter a storm. Some of you are in the middle of a storm. But have faith in God. You will get to Rome. Don't worry about Malta. You will get to Rome. Don't worry about the storm. You will get to Rome. Listen to me. 
when he got to Malta, the Bible says it was cold. And when they made a fire, a poisonous viper came and entangled itself on the hand of Paul. It was supposed to bite him. He would die instantly. But the God who keeps you in the storm is the God who will protect you all the way. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. When you get to Malta and there's a dangerous situation, just remember, never forget that because God sees, because God is present, because God is leading it, you are protected. You are kept. You are going to Rome. And in Rome, you will arrive. You will go through the storm. But the storm will do you no harm. Listen to me. I'm here to remind you. Yes, I know. Many things happened in your life. But nothing happened in your life by mistake. Nothing happened in your life by chance. Why? Because God is in control. You see, when he told Paul that I will keep you safe together with everybody in the ship, can I tell you the storm got worse? And the, and, and the Bible says, Listen, Bible. for 40 nights, there were 40 nights still to be spent in the middle of a sea because God had spoken. Listen to me. There will be things that you can't control. You just need to know that God is present. You don't need to feel that he is active. You just need to believe that he is active. You don't need to see that he is working because he works behind the scenes. And when he works, you may not understand his actions. How will you understand if you left Jerusalem in such a big entourage of soldiers and horsemen? And now you are stuck in the middle of a sea. Listen to me. Before they landed on Malta, Paul got a promotion. Let me tell you. Paul, the prisoner, where have you seen the centurion taking advice? Taking advice from a prisoner. But they were listening to Paul saying, we will land at some other place. Yes, you are going to Rome, but for now, you will land at some other place. And when Paul said, everybody eat and throw out the cargo, they followed Paul's direction. 
And I said, God will protect you. When they were going towards the seashore, when the soldiers thought of killing the prisoners, because if the prisoners escape, the soldiers will be killed. God stepped in and caused the centurion to say, don't shoot them. Because why? God was protecting Paul. Because God was protecting the assignment. He won't tell you. You are going to testify in Rome. And not make sure he takes you to Rome. Take courage. Jesus. Take courage. You don't need to see it. You are going to stand before Caesar and testify. We are coming to a close. I can sense in my spirit that you feel downcast. Some of you are have lost all hope. Some of you, you have given up. You feel like going back to Jerusalem. I'm here to tell you this morning, take courage. You know when you lose your strength, God comes in and strengthens you. When you lose your hope, God knows it. He steps in to give you courage. And this morning, wherever you are, wherever you are standing, whatever your situation, whatever your position in your storm, I'm here to tell you, God cares and God is right there beside you to strengthen you. I am here to tell you take courage. That storm has a purpose. That purpose has got a name. Your name on it. Just as God has said it. It will surely come to pass. You are saying Fundis I feel discouraged. I feel tired. Just stand up where you are. And lift your hands unto the Lord. I'm going to pray where I am. God is right there with you. He will strengthen you. He will give you hope. He will give you courage. It doesn't end there. It is a comma. Your Malta is a coma. Your storm is a coma. The sound of the storm you hear is a coma. We are still going to Caesar. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you remain the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am. In Jesus' mighty name. Here we are, Lord, in the middle of a storm, in Jesus' mighty name. Some of us feel discouraged. Some of us have drained all our strength. Father, I thank you that when we are weak, yet we are made strong. Today, as we lift up our hands unto you, we're asking you, Lord, to strengthen us. We're asking you, Lord, to give us courage as we proceed with all our hearts, we are committed to the cause in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for the repositioning of every saint. Every word you spoke about their businesses. Now they see themselves in a storm. Now they see themselves on the island of Malta. Father, let them believe that yes, they will arrive in Rome. 
Because, Father, you have said it. You are a faithful promise keeper. Strengthen us, O oh Lord. Touch us, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just shout, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He has done it. He has done it. He has done it again. Yes. Pastor Pulentala, Mamelod International Assemblies of God, I love you. This storm has a purpose. God bless you.